Hello and welcome to Quentin the Bull in the Post-Tooth Apocalypse. It's the Weird News Special. This is the week. I'm Ben, as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. So weekly Weird News. So this is where we find some random shit on the internet and we bring it to you in some kind of orgy of weirdness. Mm. Alright, what we got first? Mom's surprise birthday guest backfires as children flee party screaming in fear. What? Mm-hmm. Who she brought? Jimmy Savile. <laughs> no. The ghost of Jimmy Savile. <laughs> uh, we'll find out as we go down. When it comes to planning children's birthday parties, it's not uncommon to hire a performer to keep the little ones entertained. But while go-to hired talents include magicians and singers, one couple decided to be unconventional with their choice and really gave their daughter and her friends something to remember by hiring Bigfoot. Oh, you can't make, can you? <laughs> you know what? I fucking... When, this would be my ideal party. I'd have rather had Bigfoot than a clown. They coax him out or they hire him out. <laughs> no, it's just someone dressed as Bigfoot. Oh. But I, when I was a kid, I had this book, I had a clown for my party. I don't like clowns. No. Right. What happened to you at that party? Yeah, that clown. <laughs> I don't know. But I never really liked clowns before. It was just like, you know when there's like... Children's entertainers, Mr. Magic. Oh, he was knocking around Telford for ages. Mm, I think he was still doing parties like up to five, ten years ago. Yeah. But he was like this clown who did a bit of magic and, you know, was allegedly funny. And I've never really liked clowns very much and I, I remember crying at that party. Oh. Now, if you'd have brought Bigfoot in, completely different story. Uh, give me Bigfoot over a clown any fucking day. I'm not sure. I'd have been like, put a belt over him, let's make him Chewbacca. Exactly. <laughs> That's basically what Bigfoot is. He's just chewy without the belt. The parents took to uh, TikTok to reveal they accidentally made their six-year-old daughter scream in terror when the hairy monster arrived at her party wearing a tutu and holding a bunch of blooms. Uh, <laughs> the girl's mother, Brett, and her husband posted a video which showed mo the moment their daughter and her friend saw the person dressed as the beast. Let's not call him a beast. He's lovely. Uh, lurking at the window, sparking every child to scream and cry in fear. But, I mean, six-year-old girls aren't into Bigfoot, are they? No, maybe Weird fucks like him are into Bigfoot. <laughs> you mean weird fucks like me? <laughs> <laughs> six-year-old girls You went like to read my Bigfoot erot erotica novel? <laughs> he tried to get me to star in it. <laughs> maybe they didn't hire Bigfoot. Maybe it was Elsa, but someone's nicked the, the, the wig, so she's like just had to uh, improvise. Maybe. To fly. Maybe. Brett wrote on the video, the one time we hired Bigfoot shenanigans to surprise our sweet girl for her birthday and it went epically wrong. Oh, come on. The video went viral and people can't get enough of the hilarious clip. Even the poor children have all been left, quote, traumatised and needing therapy. I don't think they're going to need therapy. Mate, this is 2021. Yeah, of course they need therapy, they can't deal with anything anymore. Okay, there's pictures of them crying and screaming, but then there is a picture at the end of them all quite happy standing next to the Bigfoot in a tutu. Yeah. I really, I, I would be fucking thrilled if Bigfoot showed up to my party. In fact, on my 40th, can you hire someone to dress up as Bigfoot? I'm going to have a party for my 40th. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've decided I'm going to invite everyone I know, which will be about 40 people, and then <laughs> so hire someone to come as Bigfoot. That'll make my fucking night. <laughs> Does he break dance? Should we get a break dance in Bigfoot? You can be on roller skates, so I've got no objection to that. Nice. Maybe. Let's see what we can do. 
Or could someone dress up as Bigfoot for me? Mike, you'd be a good Bigfoot. Actually, you'd be someone taller. Who's the tallest person we know? I don't know. Either way, I, I love this. If he'd have given me this as a kid, I'd have fucking loved it. I'm actually like that's running screaming. How can Bigfoot be? Hurt? How can Bigfoot hurt you? And they see Larry and the Andersons. <laughs> Kids have gone screaming from playing, so you're not surprised that people have gone screaming from Bigfoot. Yeah, I don't think it was a wise choice for six year old girl. No. And I loved it. I want it. Well, we've already discovered that you're weird. So. <laughs> you already just figured that out. <laughs> Moving on. Chippy boycotted because of offensive name which glorifies murder. Oh. I love this. I, I, I'm going to go and eat there next time, next time I'm in London. Jack the Chipper. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Whitechapel too, mm. that's the best of it. There's always going to be someone that's offended by something, isn't there? Nah, everyone's yeah. offended nowadays. The chippy has taken a battering thanks to the oh. The owner of a chippy in London is refusing to change its name despite a boycott knocking at the door. The business is not being boycotted for its food standards, but instead its choice in name. Recep Turhan opened Jack the Chipper in Greenwich following his success of another restaurant with the same name. Ironically, the location of the first chip shop is in Whitechapel. Check out our Jack the Ripper episode. Mm -hmm. Despite Whitechapel residents taking no issue with the name... There you go. People in Greenwich are saying it glamorises violence against women. Oh, really? I know. It's not what they mean, is it? No. No, it's just a pretty fun name mm. for a chip shop. It's like, you know, they're all called stupid names. The Flying Fish, the Codfather are just two round here. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get offended because the Codfather glorifies gang violence. <laughs> and then the, the logo is a little fish in a suit with a Tommy gun. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of fun. Yeah, he says, we don't want to change the name, but we don't want to disrespect anyone. We've already shown our respectfulness by offering 50% discount for women, just to show that we're not here to be disrespectful or damaging in any sense. We're just here to provide good food and a good service. And the reviews of the food are largely positive, so if you're in Whitechapel or Greenwich, go to the Jack the Chipper. <laughs> it's clever. I like it. Yep. Right then, moving on. So, this week a vlogger tries to improve health benefits of aloe vera, but instead accidentally poisons mm. himself live on camera. Well, that's a, it's a shitter, isn't it? <laughs> is she an influencer? She is. The yeah. woman known as Ms Zhang was recording a segment on health benefits of a plant when she took a bite out of what was actually an Algarve Americana plant and poisoned herself. Mm. In this video, she is recording, recorded as saying, This is great! Ah. But shortly afterwards, her mouth went numb, her throat felt like it was on fire, and she was forced to go to hospital. How tragic. After eating the plant, Miss Zhang noticed a bitter taste, according to Motherboard. After the video ended, she was taken to hospital with burns and sores in her mouth. Ow! There, she had a stomach pumped, but is now in a stable condition. She's re eating a fucking raw leaf. I know, yeah. Leaves are massive, they're like... Like skis? Yeah, like three or four feet long, these leaves are. Just munching them. Supposedly, the health benefits of aloe vera are not actually clear. What a surprise, even though they claim that otherwise, aren't they, on the adverts? Well, it's meant to be, it's, it's quite jelly-like, isn't it? You know, um, it's good for soothing sunburn. Is it? For instance, Is it know? something with runny noses? Don't they have aloe vera in, on tissues? 
it's so do the skin. Act, it's meant to act as like a softening. Yeah. Sort of, you know, so you don't get a red nose and blowing your nose all the time when you get yeah, a cold. It's like a softening sort of agent. Yeah. So, but a lot of people still still use it, and it's widely available in you know health shops and all, just, all over. The isn't place. it a bit holistic? Well, yeah. So it's, it's in a lot of face creams and that. Yeah, I guess so. It isn't a lot of face creams, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was thinking this one was like holistic, like, hey, eat this raw aloe vera, it'd be wonderful for you. And then, obviously, not. Mm. <laughs> no, if you eat the wrong plant. So of course, I all them adverts, and, and they go, and this is a science bit. This is a science bit, it's got B12 in it, yeah. it penetrates your skin. Yeah, what's B12? I don't know. Nah, not me. Sounds good, though, doesn't it? Mm. So, according to Cornell University, the Algarve Americana plant has uh, several toxic compounds. Not of none of all have been positively identified, though. That's a shitter. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, it's just like an irritant in the sap. Wee. So yeah, don't eat aloe vera, guys, or Americana. <laughs> America, Al Algarve Americana is is toxic. Yeah. And they've been positively identified. It contains the incredibly irritating calcium oxalate raphides or microscopic daggers of crystalline oxalate, as well as some other really irritating oils in the sap. Wow. Don't eat that. Don't eat it raw. Don't eat raw. Oh, I know. Just eat in a plant. You're right, well, nettle you, tea, aren't you, when you cook that up? Yeah, so, yeah, you know, cook up some aloe vera first in your cabbage, algarve. Stick with cabbage, I say. Um, <laughs> eating raw cabbage nowadays, Mike. Time's hard. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just identify as a rabbit? <laughs> Stole that out of Farmer Maggot's field. <laughs> Moving on? Yeah. yeah. Russian... Oh, of course it would be a Russian mechanic. Man customised car, customised his car to shoot flames out of its headlights and why the fuck not? <laughs> so James Bond. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I love it. A mechanic in Russia, yeah, has fitted, it's either Russia or Florida, isn't it? It's going to be one of them two. Mm -hmm. Has fitted flamethrowers into his larder's headlights. That, it's a larder too, that's even yeah. better. There's a picture of the flame, got the headlights, what? Fuck me, that's a good 20 eight. feet. Nah, nah, you're looking a bit 12 foot there. I was going to say 8 to 10. Well, yeah. it does grab this picture, but. Yeah, that's the main thrust of the yeah. flame. Yeah. Vahil Mikolayan is well known in his home country for going all out with his car makeovers, and his latest motor is no exception. Uh, Mikolayan customised his uh, VAZ 2016 Ziguli. What a fucking <laughs> name that is. Also known as a Lada 600, 1600. I don't think the American listeners will get what a Lada is. We used to have them in Britain, didn't oh, we? Yeah. Even though they're Russian cars, and the Russians genuinely, in the Soviet Union, there was a 10-year waiting list for cars. Was there? Yeah. You wanted a car, took you 10 years. Maybe a brand new one. No, well, yeah, maybe. No, you just had it until you, you ran it into the fucking ground, Mike. That was it. Yeah. And we, we had them over here for some reason. Larders. Yeah, it was a joke, wasn't it? it was a, yeah, it was a bit of a running joke, wasn't it? It was a shit. Your dad's got a larder. Yeah, yeah and the Skodas as well. They were yeah. Czech. They were Soviet cars. We never had the little German... Propaganda, you see. Yeah. A lot of people... No, they were shit. <laughs> Maybe they should have called it the Zinguli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your dad's got the Guli. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds weird. I know. <laughs> 
So you know they'd have said it. Yeah. Would have been a ghoulie. Would have been like, you'd call it a, you can guarantee it'd look like a bollock as well, wouldn't you? <laughs> and by the way, everyone knows ghoulie is like a slang for a bollock. Yeah, your testicles. Mikulayan has dubbed the vehicle Dragon and reckons it's the first car in the world that can spit out fire, which is probably a safe assumption. In a clip, powerful jets of fire can be seen shooting out of two of the Lada's four headlights and hitting the wall at the far end. He's put Chinese writing on the side of the, uh, the Lada, a picture of a dragon. <laughs> yes, it's pretty way he calls it Dragon, I imagine. It's beige. Well, all the Larders were beige, it. every Larder was beige, same as every fucking British Leyland car was beige. <laughs> yeah, he also revealed they were using the car to burn another vehicle following a racist month. He explains, and I'm going to quote him, Friends, you have seen the powerful fire my dragon spits. Therefore, on the 15th of August, we will burn the losing car with the dragon. Make your cars better, there's going to be a hot car battle. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Hot car battle! Pretty mal. <laughs> I was imagining wacky races until he said they're only going to burn the car into you know. Fucking look at that! Loses. That's twenty feet. Yeah, that's probably twenty feet. Yeah. That that's, that that first picture didn't do it. That's probably at full tilt. You know, when he's running out of yeah. flaming. He, he's got to have extra flame tanks in that. Pressure. The back seat is probably just a, a, a flame tank, know, isn't I it? Not, I wouldn't want to drive that round far, would you? In all fairness, if he's going to race that round, right, he must have put one hell of an engine, because that fuel tank that's going to fire them flames, he's going to burn the car. He's going to have to burn it for a while, isn't it? It's not going to be petrol flames, are they? No, nah, it's going to be like... It's going to have to be some sort of butane or something, isn't it, no? Yeah. Oh, it take long to torch a car with a flame like that, wouldn't it? Well, he's still got power, it is what I'm saying, so he's not running that off the Lada's petrol tank, no, is he? No, that's what we're saying, uh, you know, he's got to have, like, a separate tank in the back with some sort of butane. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. might mean that the Dragon, unless it's got a very powerful engine in it to haul that extra massive tank of fucking fuel around... Yeah. I don't think he's racing that car, might actually... Yeah, I think so. He just nah, he couldn't, could he? He's got no, to suck. He... This is Russia, though. <laughs> yeah. He's previously added massive spider legs to a car and fitted a monster truck with wagon wheels. You uh, mean spider legs on that great Will Smith vehicle, um, Wild Wild West? I never watched it. Wagon wheels, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, Wicker Wild Wild West? You ever seen Wild Wild West? Yeah, it's a shit I've film. never seen it, no. Yeah. Because I heard it was shit. It was shit film. <laughs> I like most Will Smith movies, apart from the ones where he's doing emotional stuff. Like, when he's doing a rom-com or something like that. Any Will Smith action movie. He did that one called Hitch. Oh, I don't even watch that. I've seen that. And he did another one... Wild Wild West was terrible though. Yeah, but it's Wicked Wild Wild West. Will Smith did the soundtrack. <laughs> you know Men in Black? I have an interesting fact. I'm going to do a fucked up fact. Right. The, the director of Men in Black was like convinced that he was like this expert shoe kicker. So you know you get your shoe like on the end of your foot mm-hmm. yeah. and you flick it. And he was convinced he could get it 30 yards and at any target he wanted. Uh, it was his like, little party piece. Right. So him and Will Smith are stood there, and this guy's the director's like trying it and fucking up every time. And Tommy Lee Jones walks in, stands there, he takes a look, he walks up, and just flicks his shoe straight into this bin, first time, <laughs> and then just walks over, gets his shoe back, and fucks off. Doesn't say a word. They're just like, oh, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, there's a little right. fucked up fat for you. Read that today. Interesting. Okay, next up. Aggressive cows take over French beach 
as horrified tourists gored on holiday. Oh, fuck me! Oh. They're goring people! Yeah. Jesus! Who was aggressive on this guy's pistol? They've been on the Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 1664, that's uh, oh, that's what's a French young, a young man was that? beater, isn't it? Cronenberg, 1664. Yeah. Beaches were closed to protect visitors from vicious cows roaming free on the French island of Corsica, goring beach. Goes Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> and sending unlucky victims to the hospital. It's a cow's holiday. It's just like the English abroad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty English cows. I love them. Is that a mock up or is it That's real? A, I don't know. It's a stock photo, I think. It says via Getty Images. Just no, woman in a bikini. And then there's, there's some looks like they're really CGI'd cows, and it they looks are. like they're photoshopped in. That that lead cow doesn't look. There again, I don't know. It's, it's weird. That one cow looks a bit evil, though, doesn't he? He's all black with a white mouth. Looks yeah. like the Joker, like the cow Joker. The French island's 15,000 strong cow population has become increasingly problematic. Goring, unlucky beachgoers are getting their way. One man was sent to hospital to fighting with a herd for his favourite spot on the beach. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Let him have it! Get off my beach! <laughs> That's my spot. The man was jabbed in the neck by one of the cows' sharp horns. He's just punching a cow? That is my spot! Fuck you, cows! A herd of unruly cows chased tourists down a popular thoroughfare in one of the island's most visited towns. And in the mountain village, Lotzi, a 70-year-old woman, was attacked while she hung out her washing. Fucking hell! Go back up, Mike. She was flown to hospital last month with a severe leg wound. So it says in, in, in English, attention, danger, but in French it says... Animal savage, no yeah. passe approche. Attention, animal savage, danger, no pas approche. Attention. Attention. Yeah. Well, just give me a croissant. Be fine. The lady was wounded two centimeters from the femoral artery. Ooh. Yeah. If this goes on, there will be death, said the mayor. <laughs> Why you, don't they sort of round them up then, stick them in a field, no? You'd think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd think that. Feel an artery goes, oh, fuck me, you're, you're dead, you, you've lost your leg at the very least, yeah. anyway, you're stopping that going into the tourniquet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're ejecting blood 15, 15 foot out from your female artery. <laughs> <laughs> Every heartbeat. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oof. You don't want that. No. Don't go there on holiday, Pete. People. Don't go to Corsica. No. Give it a wide berth. Yeah. Locals blame the EU's agricultural policy, which encouraged novice farmers to buy cattle. That's a bit much, isn't it? But when the rules changed, many were freed from captivity and left to roam free. Well, if they're freeing, if they're just letting cows roam free, which are valuable pieces of valuable commodities on a farm, either for meat or yeah. or milk or butter and butter and all that, then you're an idiot. You might be a novice farmer, but that's your profit, those animals, eh? That's your money. They'll let them roam free. Oh, yeah, we're blaming the EU. No, maybe, <laughs> maybe they've shut up shop, and that's why they've been sort of let free. Them. Sell them? I don't know. That's what apparently some locals are blaming. But one local animal rescue official said, when you see that they are heading in a particular direction, it's best to give them priority. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always give a herd of cows the right away. 
I do hate walking through. You sometimes when you go out for a bit of a country walk around here and you end up like oh, going across that cow field, that's where the footpath goes. And you're like, oh, I don't really want to do that. A couple of people die a year from being hurt, stampeded Stampede, by cows. Yeah. Do I want to be one of them? Yeah. Do I want my name in the paper saying this guy got stamped and killed on by a load of by a load of cows? Oh, I don't want that. I skip a wide berth, walk all the way around. I'm not going to risk it. Well, live on the wild side, I do. A man dies fighting. through there. If there's someone watching me and I'm not superhero punching cows while they try and kick me and stuff, they're all right. But until then, no. I'm not so doing don't look them in the eye and keep on walking. That's what you got to do. Mm. Yeah, there's one. I didn't know that. I just, you know, ran around screaming. <laughs> uh. <laughs> With a red cape on. Yeah, pushing them, kicking them, giving their noses a little tweak. Right, so a tenant leaves behind 5,000 beer cans bursting to the brim with urine. Jesus Christ. Oh dear. Lovely. So haulage workers work, really had their work cut out for them, discovering a sea of beer cans filled with urine inside a three-bedroom house. After 5,000 tinnies were littered all over the room of the home, and had even been stuffed inside cupboards. Oh, Jesus Christ. Discarded cigarette packets and pizza boxes were also strewn across the house in South Tyneside. Newcastle then, basically. Or yeah. that area, isn't it? Around Newcastle in the UK, Tyneside. This is mental health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want cans of piss everywhere, do you? You don't want it. As you, can, it says that, as you can imagine, the smell inside was described as disgusting. I bet it would burn your eyes. Oh, fuck yeah. So the tenant started using beer cans as his loo after his toilet stopped working, but is it, it's not known if he'd asked his landlord for help. Help. What's up? Beer cans of piss everywhere. <laughs> Clear them up then, you dirty <laughs> Bastard, fucking hell. So I mean, c- come on, your toilet stops working. So you're like, oh man... Where was he shitting? There's another picture of like the toilet that just looks like a little mountain of toilet paper and shit. And oh, oh right, maybe so, he was shitting bags at this point. Then yeah, gold star haulage removals. Oh, at the window, <laughs> <laughs> he's popping his ass at the window. Gold star haulage removals pulled the short straw as they were drafted to clear up. The company director Jonathan Caisley said, "We've." Got a briefing of what was there, but it was nothing like what we expected. All the beer cans were, as I said, uh, filled with urine. And they don't know how long the toilet had been broke for. Jesus. Just get the toilet fixed. There's a picture of the bedroom. It's nice to see that his his lager of choice appears to be Carling. Yeah. Um, With a few out, I can make it. That's an Asda Beer Deluxe can there. Mm. He's bought deodorant. There's some deodorant on the shelf. Foster's as well, but mainly Carling. He seems to all neatly stacked upon each other. Yeah, three or four rows high. He's left a little bed, little path to the bed, but oh. Well, this comes two days after another tenant that hadn't paid rent for a year left eight thousand beer cans 
uh, property. Fuck. Were they full of piss as well? No, they no, weren't. They weren't full of piss, but there was eight, yeah, eight thousand rotting food, all sorts. When asked where the tenant was going to poo, the guys, uh, the chap from the house and the, the, the haulage guy said, "I've got no idea. I don't know what he was doing for that. Not that I want to know either, to be honest." Oh wow, and the cleaning service they hired was called Partners in Grime. Huh. I love it. Oh, wow. It took them two and a half hours to clean the rooms though, to be fair to them. Oh, Five thousand that... cans of piss. Sorry, Craig. Go... Yeah, go, go press that orange one there. The, that one, was it that said the loo had never been flushed? Was yeah, left keep the... on going. I'm just looking at the picture now. Oh my God, okay. Go on to that. Yeah, I want to see the picture of four foot high old so this is this is the guy that's um, you know got the eight thousand beer cans. His toilet supposedly broken, and it's four foot sort of stacked tall. Four foot with shit. With shit and loo paper and nasty. Oh god. And to get rid of this guy's mess, they went through a hundred bin bags, ten bottles of bleach. Wow. And when the people actually kept come to fix the toilet, it took ten minutes. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, there's the toilet. Oh, oh dear. my god. Oh my god. Let's oh. paint a visual picture. Oh. There is a toilet and the pile of bog paper, the toilet paper that is shitty. There. Toilet is paper. shitty toilet paper is yes over the top of the toilet system and down the back and all over the floor I mean it just looks like he's been hovering over the toilet and throwing toilet paper on top of it it's and the best of it is he's got a thing a sign on the thing saying bathe bathing <laughs> <laughs> shit yeah oh my god it's disgusting it's terrible it. isn't it yeah. two days apart from each other both uh... Yeah. But the thing is, if you can spend your money on 5,000 beers, mm-hmm. surely you can get your toilet fixed, you can buy, pay to get your toilet fixed. Why are you spending... Oh, cool. Better buy another 18 cans tonight. Think I'm going to need some backups. They both had landlords, so they could have called their landlord at any time exactly. to get it fixed. But even if they just went, you know what, fuck it, I'll just pay for it myself. He's bought 5,000 beers. Oh, hello, yeah. Well, we could have just wiggled, you know, actually... Google something and pro- pro- you know if the the owner of the properties fixed it in sort of ten minutes it wasn't that hard it was probably you know something like it wasn't captured yeah. pulling up the maybe they had serious mental health problems issues, I yeah, imagine they still they're still making the decision to go and buy five five thousand cans of beer yeah but you know it's like or they're alcoholics that's, that's number it. one isn't it that's the first thing you gotta have gotta have the beer not Carlin though it's, if you're an alky. <laughs> No one don't have because of drinking Carlin. Have you ever seen an alcoholic drink Carlin? I don't know many alcoholics, I don't think. Well, you won't. <laughs> I was Carlin. waiting for it in that case, and yes, you have. <laughs> Functioning, though, my friend. <laughs> no miss a day at work because of it. <laughs> yeah. I have seen one alcoholic, one of my dad's old workmates or something, and he come round once. He was in a bit of, a bit of a state of mental health issues as well, but he was just literally shaking just knocking back the whiskey glass after glass I finished like three quarters of a bottle of whiskey I was talking to me dad or something I was like, yeah. it's not a, a fun thing alcoholism making fun of yeah. my point is if you're going to spend the money on 5,000 cans you could have just bought and paid for your toilet and got fixed 
Oh, God, your landlord. They wake up every day. It's just they just think, oh, I need a beer. And then I suppose by the time they're a bit drunk, then they see the toilet. Oh, shit, fuck. I should really call them. And then they just don't, do they? they just... I suppose it gets to the point where you're just embarrassed. Embarrassed you? to let the, the, the landlord in as well, isn't it? So... Still, it's a sad state of affairs, but my god, 5,000 cans of lager filled with piss and then 8,000 cans in the other one. Oof, it's a lot of beers. That's years, isn't it? It's got to be. It's got to be years worth. I mean, there's only a limit to so much you can drink. I mean, let's say they, they bought, they were buying 18 and drinking 18 a night, then... Oh, you and not can't do the maths with that. Go on, eighteen is five thousand. Go on. Uh, uh, hang on. Why's he picking the number eighteen? They come in crates. Say twenty. Of, say twenty-five. They come in crates of eighteen. That's what I'm going with. Uh, All right, I've got a calculator on my phone. Round it to twenty. Yeah. Like you drink twenty a day. All right. Yeah, okay. Twenty a day. Average. Hang on. I've got to do three six five. Twenty a day. Times. Um, Why three six five? Days in a year. I'm going to work it. Go on, go on then. So what was that times times five thousand? Oh, oh, no. This is better than his maths. No. Let go on, go on. No, hang on, no. What have you got? No, I had it in my head a second ago. How long was he in well, the flat then. for? How long was he in the flat? You don't need to know that. You don't need to know that. All right, so. So five thousand divided by. Three hundred and sixty-five. Three hundred and sixty-five. That's thirteen cans a day. Right. Okay. So. So it could have been a year. We don't know how long, so why are you dividing by 365? For the days. Well, 5,000 divided by 20. Why 20? Because you're saying he's drinking 20 cans a day. Yeah. How many days is that? 250. Yeah. So nearly, what, yeah. I don't know what we're doing, actually. What, what are we trying but, to find out? <laughs> <laughs> Either way. If, if how, many, how many days would it take to accrue 5,000? Yeah. Yeah. So and 13 cans a day. 50 days. 30, if, if you did it in a year, it's 13 cans a day. Yeah. Which is probably doable. Mm. Yeah, if you're an alcoholic, I'd say, yeah. And that's at the mild end of alcoholism. Mm. He's drinking Carlin. It's 4%. Most alkies are on the uh, the Carpacki, the sort of 10% Polish stuff. So I see in Dolly Ice Street anyway. Born on that. Some, some alcoholics pace themselves. So that's always been my motto. <laughs> well. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben, don't drink the flavour aid, and don't piss in beer cans and save them. It's fair, fair comment. Yeah. I've been Mike, thanks for listening, peace out, may the force be with you. And I've been Claire, don't eat random plants. Yeah, don't. don't know about, yeah, or mushrooms. Or anything. Anything, yeah. Yeah.